Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. The Athletic. James Pearce just finishing up at Anfield where it finished Liverpool 3, Burnley 1. Coming up, we'll bring you all the post-match reaction that you need. We'll hear the best bits from Jurgen Klopp's press conference and my colleague Phil Buckingham will drop by to give us his take on what was a hard-fought win for the Reds here today. So it's all over here at Anfield. Liverpool 3-1 winners over Burnley as Jurgen Klopp's side returned to the Premier League summit. They had been knocked off top spot earlier in the day after Man City's home victory over Everton. But Liverpool clambering back over Pep Guardiola's side and it wasn't a polished performance, certainly not a game that will live long in the memory banks. I think you've got to give Vincent Kompany's side a lot of credit because they made life difficult for Liverpool here today and a depleted team that Klopp had to put out, had to had to really dig deep in what was a record league attendance here at Anfield. Of course, first day that the upper tier of the new Anfield Road stand had been fully open. Uh, 59,896 um, here to watch it and that broke a record that had stood since 1949. And uh, I think you could, you could spend a lot of time picking holes in the performance because... Um, you know they 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 weren't convincing. Uh, they lost their composure as well at periods. But um, I think in the circumstances, you've got to be happy with that. Especially when you think you know you, Liverpool lost Alison Becker and Joe Gomez to illness. Of course, you had Ibrahim Kanate serving that suspension today. Zabozlai and Salah still out injured, and Antiago, of course, on back on the treatment table. And then you had that issue with Trent Alexander-Arnold not re-emerging for the second half and. Uh, that was that was due to him feeling some discomfort in the same knee, of course, that kept him the issue with his lateral ligament in that knee kept him out for three weeks in January. So that's a real concern. Alexander Arnold will will undergo a scan to determine whether he's facing another spell on the sidelines. But of course, with what is it, two weeks away from the Carabao Cup final against Chelsea and so much riding on pretty much every game at the minute, um, any period of absence for Liverpool's vice captain would certainly would certainly hurt them. You know the. The positive, I suppose, in terms of that right-back position is that uh, we, sh- we should see Connor Bradley hopefully back in the fold next week after compassionate leave. So you had the unlikely scenario of seeing Curtis Jones play at right-back for the second half, but he did, a, he did a brilliant job there. You know, Curtis Jones, such a, such a gifted and versatile footballer, and you know, I think he, he's well-suited to that inverted role as well with how comfortable he is in possession. Um, and it was a you know a real real big performance as well from Harvey Elliott off the bench. How many times this season have we have we seen him do that? You know where he's able to park the kind of the disappointment of not starting games and come on almost in the mood to show you know why he felt he should have been 
on the pitch sooner and you know had a big part to play in two Liverpool goals today and Harvey Elliott can certainly hold his head high. Big for Andy Robertson as well, making his first start since October and, and great to see Wataru Endo back out there as well after his month away at the Asia Cup. So, um, yeah, it was a it was a strange opening 45 minutes, really, because Liverpool dominated possession and territory, but just created very little. They actually they actually scored with their first attempt on target, which um, was, was from a, a set-piece, Alexander-Arnold's corner. Uh, the goalkeeper, Trafford, making an absolute mess of it under pressure, and Jota there to nod home. Alexander-Arnold's corner! Trafford struggling! And Jota scores well they needed a spark and there it is Jota maintaining that rich vein of form that he's in you know he's really had stepped up in the absence of of Mo Salah that's I think I made that six goals and three assists for Jota since he made his comeback from injury on Boxing Day in the away game at at Burnley and that goal was also significant in 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 the fact that it was Alexander-Arnold's 58th Premier League assist that's that's a record for a defender uh, in the Premier League era. And you know, I think at that point, everyone here probably expected Liverpool to just absolutely cruise through the gears. But Burnley had other ideas just before half-time. A thumping header from O'Shea from a corner. Uh, Endo wasn't able to get off the ground in terms of making a challenge. And Kelleher, could he have done, could he have done more? Of course, Kelleher's standing in today in the absence of Alisson. Um, he just seemed to, well, he slipped a little bit, didn't, wasn't able to get off the ground at all in terms of trying to make that save. It was, it was a decent header, but I think, you know, the goalkeeper will be disappointed there. And, you know, and then obviously second half, you've got Elliot on for Alexander-Arnold. You've got, you've got Jones at right back, as, as we mentioned. And again, Klopp got the, the perfect response because, you know, it was only seven minutes after the break, Harvey Elliott, you know, who, who really did impose himself on this game today. Him, he fired it across goal and Diaz was there. Brilliant anticipation from the Colombian. Stooped to, to nod home from close range. It was a bit of an anxious wait for VAR. You know, they were looking at a possible offside in, in the build-up. But um, yeah, there was relief around this place when, uh, when the referee signalled that the goal would stand. And as we said, it, again, you kind of expected Liverpool to... To just be ruthless, but but they weren't. There were some gaping holes there for Burnley to exploit, and Fafana really should have equalised. Two golden opportunities came his way. The first one, he was denied by a brilliant save from Kelleher uh, after a mistake from Kwanzaa, and then only a few minutes later, Fafana in again, but he slotted wastefully wide, and that was as good as it got for Burnley. You know, Liverpool, Liverpool. Then I think you know those two chances were a bit of a, a wake-up call for them, and it was it was game over with 11 minutes to go. Uh, Elliot, again, you know, really composed, whipped in a beautiful cross. And Darwin Nunes, it was typical of him, really, that, you know, he tends to miss the sitters and put away the much more difficult chances. And he certainly made a very difficult header look easy with the way that he, uh, the way that he angled it from, from where he was. The ball was pretty much behind him, but um, a brilliant header to, to beat Trafford. And that was, that was Nunes' first goal at Anfield since... October and you could see what it meant to him and there was a nice moment as well where Jones and, and Robertson rather than chasing after Nunes they actually went straight to Harvey Elliott to show their appreciation for the the sheer quality of, of that assist so um, yeah late on it was it was uh, you know the the cop went through the full soundtrack the Klopp song chanting about Liverpool top of the league and of course that impending trip to, to Wembley in a couple of weeks it was it was party time late on and 
You know, we saw Costa Simicas make his comeback from from injury. We also saw you know uh, some a couple of deserved late cameos for Bobby Clark and James McConnell, two talented youngsters in this this squad that that Klopp has has assembled. And then after the final whistle, we not only did we have Klopp fist pumps in front of the cop, we had them in front of the, uh, the the newly opened, fully open now Anfield Road and also in front of the main stand. Three sides of the ground getting the Klopp fist pumps today. You could sense that I think, you know, Klopp knew this was by far, you know, this this was no way in any any shape or form a classic Liverpool performance. But you had to admire the resilience and the guts to, to dig it out, especially in the circumstances with preparations not being ideal and so many key players missing. So, uh, yeah, Liverpool march on. They're still leading the way in this title race. And of course, they've, uh, they've got a full week now to prepare for that, that trip to Brentford next weekend. And then it really does get crazy in terms of the fixture schedule. So, uh, yeah, they need to rest up because that game at Brentford next weekend, you know, that's a, that's a tricky one. And then it really is going to be absolutely relentless. So first up in Jurgen Klopp's press conference, I asked him for his assessment of that performance. No problem with fighting hard for a result. Actually, can't remember the last time when that wasn't the case. Um, but today, obviously, for some obvious and some less obvious reasons, um, it was clear a little bit. A really tricky afternoon. It was about how we deal with it, how much character we can show, and the boy showed exactly what we needed. The, the start of the game, we were a bit too much in a rush. That was a problem. Um, played too quick too direct, couldn't react with the formation on that, couldn't win ball back, balls back. They had counter-attacks and that looks not great and doesn't feel great on top of it. We score our goal, wonderful, find a way in the game and then we concede in the last second before, the, pretty much before the half-time, the, the, the equaliser. But the 1-1 is not, it's not a problem. It was like, uh, I wanted us to, to play at to play better football and play calmer football. Always when we did that, and thankfully we had two good situations to show them. One with a kind of a diagonal ball, which we saw from Kerr, uh, from Birch to Trent when the winger went inside, and they are playing around, having the right players in the right position. So. Um, and we did that. And then was obviously the problem in halftime that we had to take Trent off. Uh, that's a double problem if you want. One is strength off and the other one is don't have a right back um, available. So we told Curtis uh, what he had to do, change the formation slightly, that we make it as simple as possible for him because the first time it's like we play the position we don't want him to be the inverted right back and, and think about these kind of things as well. So he did exceptionally well. Arby came on, did really well. All the other boys did really well. We scored this wonderful 2-1 in the right moment. Helped, obviously, to give the game for us the right direction. They still had their moments um, because the quality they have. I think it's a pretty strange situation Burnley is in. They play much better than they cause everybody problems. It's not just us. They cause everybody problems. And um, that's quite special with the amount of points they have that they always come in the next game with such a positive mentality, really, I admire that a lot, and um, then we scored a third one and we could have scored more and after goals in other moments, so it's all good, it was a really good game, a really good result besides the trend situation, perfect, we lost this morning, Ali, with the, I don't know, we lost Joey with the flu, Ali, we, we will see, and before the game, Ryan felt a little bit 
somewhere. They told me then he's fine, but you cannot bring a player who felt something in the warming up. So yeah, we have to recover quickly. Um, and hopefully a lot of the boys will be back for the next game but we, because we need them, obviously. I then asked Klopp about that situation with Trent Alexander-Arnold, who, of course, didn't re-emerge for the second half after feeling some discomfort in that knee. Yeah, yeah I felt there. He's stuck in the, in the grass, we will see. We have to further assess We need to further assess When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is Walk On, your dedicated Liverpool podcast from The Athletic. Well, then the conversation turned to Andy Robertson and the significance of him making his first start since October and just how valuable his experience and leadership will be at such a pivotal stage of the season. Yeah, it is. Absolutely. All of them. But Robert now, especially as he was, since we worked together, he was never that long out. So for him, very, very strange. Um, yeah, super important. Played the top game. Played a top game, had now the situation not only that he's coming back, but in when he came back, we have these kind of different sessions because we play all the time. You can't, don't have the real sessions where you can feel the game again. It's small-sided games, blah blah blah. All the other guys recover. The fewer didn't play or come back from injury. They 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 do different stuff. So he needed the last week three sessions, big pitch. 11-11, whatever we did, and to feel the situation again. And besides that, um, he had to force him a little bit to just ignore the fact that he can't have a rhythm and bring himself in kind of a rhythm, and that's what he did. Well, it was an afternoon when both managers were shown a yellow card for their protests at decisions, and Jurgen Klopp was asked about the booking that he received after uh, a penalty appeal was waved away in the first half after Diogo Jota had gone down in the box. I'm not sure. Did anybody see the situation? When Diogo, when Diogo got wrestled down, is that a, penalty, a possible penalty? Is it or not? I, I want to know it before my position. Yeah, that's what I saw. And that's in the box, and for me that's a penalty. So we had exactly the same view, and that we have the same view. And then the fourth official tells me, yeah, we are checks it. Yeah, we have no chance in that moment because it's not clear and obvious, because something he saw, obviously, it was not enough for a penalty. And that clicked slightly in my head and then I was a bit um, but imagine this game today just because we are on the week of the blue card imagine this game with the blue card that would have been wild west honestly <laughs> like, the cards would have flown we had, we would have, for a moment it would have been seven players on the pitch because everybody has a sin bin with the blue card and finally Jurgen Klopp was asked about that record league attendance and the sheer significance of having nearly 60,000 inside Anfield to witness this home triumph. Before I really heard it, I saw it already. It looks exceptional. It looks absolutely exceptional. This stadium grew and grew. It was always wonderful, but now it's really outrageously wonderful. Um, um, really top. Really top. Um, really loud in the right moments. I know it's a game. There were tricky moments, and then it's difficult to be on your toes. I had my moment 
uh, with the main stand. <laughs> um, but it's all it's all good, and um, yeah, I'm really happy that that we that we have them now, finally back. It gives a lot of people the opportunity to see this wonderful team playing football. For the latest subscription offers, head to theathletic.com forward slash Liverpool pod. It was an enforced change at half-time that gave Harvey Elliott his chance off the bench. And boy, did he take it. The youngster was was one of Liverpool's best players in the second half and with two assists setting up the the Liverpool second for, for Luis Diaz and then the, the third through Darwin Nunez. He, he certainly left his fingerprints on that game. Liverpool were huffing and puffing for a long periods of that first half, certainly around the Burnley area. Not too much creativity. So when... When Elliot did come on and he found those pockets of space on the right-hand side of the Burnley box, he, he stretched Burnley, he made them feel uncomfortable and, and when it mattered, he put two excellent deliveries into the box and that's where Liverpool got their second-half goals from and that ultimately is where they got the victory from. Harvey Elliott has kept this alive and it's deep put in! Harvey Elliott hasn't had too many chances this season often gets his opportunities off the bench. I think it's only three starts all season in the Premier League. But when, when Liverpool are, are fighting on so many fronts as they will do in the second half of this season, every player is going to be needed. And, and certainly in, when, when teams like Burnley come and, and make life awkward, make life difficult, you, you, you sometimes need that little bit of spark. And, and that's what Elliot delivered today. Jurgen Klopp was delighted with him afterwards. And when it, when it comes to the, the, the squad selection for the next Premier League game, Harvey Elliott will be in his thoughts. Is he in the strongest 11 for Liverpool right now? Probably not. But when, when, you, when you've got these games in the FA Cup, the Europa League, he's, he's going to get plenty of chances. And, and today he did him, himself no harm whatsoever. So that's it from us here at Anfield. For plenty more match reaction and analysis, check out The Athletic. We'll be back for the next episode of the Walk On podcast on Wednesday. Don't miss that one. Thanks for joining me and we'll catch you then. The Athletic.